Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Evermore Podcast. I am your host, Kelly Bailey, and welcome to episode four. This is also part two of the Ugly Side of Fashion mini-series, where I am basically going to be highlighting the kind of dirty secrets of the fashion industry and how it is a little bit more harmful, if not a lot more harmful, than what we see. So first things first, who am I? What am I doing here for those who are just joining us? My name is Kelly. I operate a online thrifting account on Instagram. It is my own little business and it is called Evermore by Kelly, i.e. the podcast's name as well. And I decided that I had so much to talk about on my thrifting account when it comes to the fashion industry that I might as well just start a podcast as well as how I've set up my business, yada, yada, yada. And that is essentially what this podcast is is kind of like across the board not only this like little mini series which is the ugly side of fashion but also how i am operating my business so to kind of focus on this little mini series here and jump right in the previous episode um i highlighted the summary like of the sources that i'm using for this little mini series it was a little bit of a boring episode and i apologize which is why for this one we are jumping right into some serious fashion dirty secretness. So um, for the next three episodes though, I'm going to be doing the history of the fashion industry effects and basically why all of the sources that I summarized in the last episode, why they exist. And basically like, why am I doing this in the first place? Like what has the fashion industry done? Like what are its dirty secrets? Like why is this happening? So the history of all of that is going to be the next episode. And then part four is going to be actually two parts, part A and part B, 4A and 4B, um, which is what it takes to really make clothes. So like that part of it. And then uh, 4B is going to be your carbon footprint when it comes to fashion. So it's going to be more of like the science aspect of it, like what it actually takes to make the clothes and then your carbon footprint. The reason that that is broken down even further into two episodes is because the way that I mapped it out and recorded it um, in terms of like the outline, it came up to being a little bit longer than the max time I allot for these episodes because I want them to be uh, consumable. I want them to be kind of short and sweet, but also kind of long enough so that I can get a good amount of information in. So. Let's jump right in, because I know the last episode was not probably the most interesting to listen to, um, unless you're a big fashion sources nerd, that was probably not the most interesting episode. So here we go. What am I doing for this episode? I am utilizing the goodonyou.eco source to highlight the top selling brands on my page and see how they rank. Now. A lot of the time, and I hate to like break this to people, 90% of the time the brands that you shop at at the mall, mall brands in general don't rank very well. Looking at the numbers right now, I have one, yeah, I have one brand in here that ranks at a three out of five, and it's only one aspect of it everything else is lower. Now, if you need a little refresher course on how good on you does their ranking and everything, feel free to go check out that um, part one of the ugly side of fashion episode three. um, And it will give you it will highlight all of that for you. But basically, to summarize, it's pretty straightforward. 
it's on a five point scale, zero slash one being the worst, five being the best. So jumping right in, I have a list of brands, the top six that sell on my page, and then I have um, six more that I have seen on other people's pages, but either have never seen in my store or have never thrifted in my area, um, or I've only had like one or two pieces here or there. So the top selling brands in my shop are Urban Outfitters, Madewell, Zara, Athleta, Brandy Melville, and Free People. So let's kind of break those down individually. Urban Outfitters is a little bit more on the expensive side. It is kind of like a more expensive mall brand, at least in my experience. Um, there actually isn't one in my area. So when I go shopping, it's like the big city like locations. So they ranked overall two out of five or not good enough. In terms of planet, people, and animals, they ranked entirely two out of five. So not a great ranking for Urban Outfitters, but also not completely horrible. Moving on to Madewell, which is also pretty expensive. This is kind of like, they kind of give me like teacher vibes if you don't know what Madewell is. Um, it's very like, it's not like super extreme with like colors or patterns. Um, it's a lot of neutrals. Um, basically, literally the best way I can explain it is very like teachery clothes, like young teacher clothes. This one also ranked two out of five, not good enough. Um, and on people, planet, and animals, ranked two out of five in all three categories. So this one was a little bit surprising. I kind of expected Madewell due to their price point to at least get a higher ranking in the people area as the more expensive uh, an item gets without getting like way too expensive. Um, there is like a sweet spot for um, pricing, which tends to be a little bit higher than people like to spend, but it means that, or it can mean at least, that um, workers are getting paid a fair wage. Unfortunately, this is not the case. So that's kind of up in the air too of like, well then where's all this money going? Probably in the pockets of the like HQ. Maybe, that's just speculation. That's just speculation. Um, but it does bring up that question. Um, and like I said in the sources episode, transparency is huge. So uh, a company might not be as bad as they sound with their numbers, but if they're not transparent about it, then what are they hiding? So then they get a low ranking as well. So Athleta. Athleta ranked the highest, but by the slimmest of margins. They got a three out of five, it's a start. So they have a very minimal amount of transparency or are putting like a minimal amount of effort into um, correcting like the wrongs of like treating the planet, treating their workers and how they treat animals. They ranked a three out of five in planet, but only a two out of five in people and animals. Like I said, if you want to know what I mean by all of this, like, oh, three out of five planet, people and animals, Please refer to the first episode in this mini-series, episode three. I go super in-depth as to how good on you ranks everything. So next we have Brandy Melville. This ranked so poorly. It is the only one on this list that has a zero out of five, which after going through this, nowhere on the good on you section does it have a zero explanation. Like it doesn't explain what zero means because 
Like, it led to me believing, oh, zero doesn't exist, it just starts at one. Well, Brandy Melville managed to get a zero in one of these. So overall, they're one out of five, we avoid. Planet and people, they are one out of five, and animals are a big, fat zero. Now, I don't know a lot about Brandy Melville. There isn't one in my area. Very rarely do I come across the clothes in while well, I'm thrifting, but very recently I actually did find like four or five and I was very surprised. So this got moved out of my other category for like brands that don't um, sell in my shop but sell in other people's shops into now it is selling in my shop because it was bought up pretty quickly. So moving on, free people. There is a free people in my area as well as a um, Athleta, a Madewell, and Madewell, um, Zara is not in my area. That was the other thing I wanted to highlight. So, free people. Free people got an overall two out of five, not good enough. And for planet people and animals got all two out of fives as well. Now, this was also surprising to me because free people not only is a little bit more on the expensive side, again, kind of questioning that, okay, so is the money going to their workers? I guess it's really not, um, or they're not transparent about it. Um, but the other thing was, is they give off a very earthy vibe. And I feel like subconsciously, for me at least, when I see kind of like more earthy, like aesthetics brands, I'm assuming that they have some sort of like sustainable foundation. That is not the case. And that might just be like me purely like placebo speculating. Um, but similar to like, I referenced this in the last episode, like L.L. Bean, like for some reason, just because they're like an outdoorsy brand, I figured, oh, they've probably done some sustainable endorsements or something earthy. No, they also ranked pretty poorly. So anyways, kind of disappointing to see this from the top selling brands in my store. Again, if you're just jumping in and you're like, oh, well, then why are you selling them? They are secondhand. Everything I'm talking about is completely secondhand. So in a way, it's good that people are buying secondhand rather than buying them retail uh, for the planet, people, and animals. Um, but overall, it is just disappointing to see these numbers from such popular brands, at least from my perspective. Now, moving into the top six brands that I have seen on other people's pages um, that don't, aren't necessarily in my shop um, or just like universally are pretty popular. We have Princess Polly Lululemon, which very recently has kind of popped up into my shop, um, just not as much. Uh, For Love and Lemons, True Religion, Pretty Little Thing, and Fashion Nova. Now, starting off with Princess Polly, Princess Polly is huge. Like when I was thinking, when I was kind of making this list of like, okay, well, what sells a lot but not in my shop? Princess Polly immediately popped into my head. I have never seen or heard of Princess Polly until like I started thrifting and seeing it on other people's pages. And my goodness, is it popular? Like I would say Princess Polly is more popular than any of the brands that I listed for the ones that were popular in my shop. It's incredibly popular from what I have seen. Um, but unfortunately, it doesn't rank well in some areas. It is weirdly both one of the lowest and the highest ranking ones when you break it down. So it has the overall two out of five not good enough. 
planet is one out of five, which is incredibly low. Like I said, the zero out of five animals <laughs> for Brandy Melville was pretty bad, but there aren't too many ones on here. So the one out of five is disappointing. The people is a two out of five. That's kind of seen across the board. However, it does have the highest ranking of four out of five for animals, which, like I said, it's kind of weird how they have those like wide ranges between having a one and a four. Um, needless to say, uh, with that four out of five, it does it doesn't make it the highest ranking overall. It is a two out of five overall, but it does have the highest um, categorical ranking with the animals being four out of five. So it's good to see that, and I'm glad to see that. Um, it's just surprising seeing the difference between planet people and animals. Now moving on to Lululemon, there is a Lululemon near me. Like I know a lot of people that are obsessed with it, um, but I don't see it particularly often. I think I've had maybe four or five pieces overall. But the reason that I put this in like the other people's category, like the in general slash universal uh, category, is there are people that strictly sell Lululemon. Like the percentage of sold outside of my shop versus to my shop is so much greater than anything else. I was like, no, this is definitely more of an outside brand. So Lululemon, not really surprised. It is ranked a two out of five, not good enough, with two out of five for people, two out of five for planet, but a three out of five in animals. So they didn't rank the worst. They certainly didn't rank the best, maybe a little bit better because of the animal ranking. Um, but again, they're a little bit more of an expensive brand. So it's kind of like, where's that money going? Bouncing down to For Love and Lemons. Now, to my knowledge, this and True Religion, the next one, are the most expensive in this like entire ranking that I'm doing, I think. From what I've seen, they were. From like the specific pieces that I've seen, they were. Now, this is where the people numbers come into play, where I'm like, how can you not pay a fair wage with these prices. For Love and Lemons, People is ranked 2 out of 5, Planet is 3 out of 5, and Animals 2 out of 5. So pretty close to about everything else on this list, maybe a little bit higher in the Planet section. Um, True Religion, which I'm pretty sure they're just known for their jeans, that's all I have seen from other people. Like I said, I would have never even heard of these brands up until very recently when I saw them kind of pop up on other people's accounts pretty frequently. So I'm just kind of looking at these numbers like I don't know enough about them to really make like bold statements. Um, but Good On You ranks True Religion as 2 out of 5, not good enough, with breaking down into People at 2 out of 5, Planet at 2 out of 5, and Animals at 2 out of 5. So very similar to a lot of the other ones with that kind of straightforward 2 out of 5. Now the next two I arguably was going to put them in one of the mini categories that I'm about to dive into, but they do kind of play themselves off as less of an online brand, I say that with air quotes, and more of like a, a serious brand. They have a little bit more marketing, like their modeling is different, and that is Pretty Little Thing and Fashion Nova they kind of give off like the Romwe, Zaffle, and Shein vibes, um, but they have a little bit, I think, higher quality. They did both rank one out of five We Avoid. A pretty little thing got 
um, a 2 out of 5 in people, a 1 out of 5 in planets, and a 2 out of 5 in animals. And Fashion Nova got a 1 out of 5 overall. We avoid with people being 1 out of 5, planet being 1 out of 5, and animals being 2 out of 5. And the other reason I put them in here is because I actually see a lot more of them on other people's pages as opposed to Romwe, Zaffel, and Sheehan, most likely due to their just like bad reputation to be completely honest and like lack of quality. Um, not to say that I see great quality from Pretty Little Thing in Fashion Nova. I would if I had to pick the lesser of two evils, I would pick Pretty Little Thing in Fashion Nova over Romwe, Zaffel, and Sheehan. Um, but basically, overall, they're not great. Like I said earlier, though, I am talking about buying secondhand from me and other people, which I recommend. You can do, honestly, like, buy anything from secondhand people because it doesn't have that same effect. Um, but if you have to buy retail or firsthand, just kind of giving some pointers as to um, sustainability-wise where you should and should not shop. Only if you want to be, like super sustainable. I'm not saying people can't shop from places. You know what I mean. Anyways, so that is uh, the end of the universal slash general list. The cheaper options that I also considered, but that all just fell under We Avoid with ones basically across the board, are Romwe, Zaffel, and Sheehan. For the, not even the rest of this podcast, till the end of time, I will crap all over these three brands. They are just the epitome of just non-sustainable, bad online clothing. And not just from a, like, sustainable perspective, but from a consumer perspective. You might be saving money, but you're getting an absolutely, like, crap quality item that's just not good like they fall apart in the wash they smell weird they're like these thin layers the sizing is all off it's just honestly in my opinion not worth it um so that was like the we avoid one out of fives surprisingly enough I wanted to look a little bit into some other mall brands that I used to shop at personally because I don't really shop like retail anymore um, if I have like a special occasion, I tend to shop at a consignment shop that I actually work at. Um, that was kind of, that would be like where I would go to for like a special occasion outfit, things like that, because I do have the privilege of going to having like a place like that near me. Um, but I do shop like retail for, um, like undergarments, swimsuits, things like that. I think I highlighted that too in the uh, first episode of the mini series in episode three, if you want to check that out. Um, but under two out of five, not good enough, Garage, American Eagle, Doc Martin, Hollister, and Abercrombie and & Fitch. Now these brands I see in person everywhere, in the thrift everywhere, yada yada yada. They're just kind of like your, your pretty standard mall brands. Maybe not Doc Martens, but we have like Zoomies and Journeys and they, they have Doc Martens in their store. But anyways, these are just really like mainstream brands that just fell under not good enough that I thought was kind of surprising for some reason I was also kind of expecting maybe some it's a start like three out of fives from these brands because of how big they are um and more or less like oh okay they're so popular you think some scandal would have come out by now about them being non-sustainable but I guess not 
So those are just um, some main categories. If you want to look deeper into like Romwe, Zaffel and Sheehan's numbers and Garage, American Eagle, Doc Martin, Hollister, Abercrombie and Fitch, etc. Feel free to check out goodonyou.eco if you want to learn more about that source in particular. Check out the last episode. I know I'm saying that a lot, but I really do recommend listening to these in order just to clear and up any any confusion. So now um, for this next little part, I want to jump in and into the list of basically the brands that Good On You ranks as being like actually eco-friendly. Um, and unfortunately, I do want to highlight this. I know I kind of touched on it in the last episode. I need to stop saying that. Just go check it out. <laughs> um, the brands that do tend to be more sustainable do tend to be more expensive. And for that reason, a lot of people um, can't afford to shop that firsthand retail sustainably, which is completely understandable. And in no way, shape, or form do I put that on people for like, oh, you can't afford to shop sustainable. Well, people have very different situations, and I completely understand that. So really the point that I'm trying to get across overall when I'm kind of going through these different brands is shop secondhand is honestly the best option for everybody across the board in terms of sustainability. If you have the privilege and like the financial ability to shop retail and choose to only shop retail, I would like to ask that people shop sustainably, but only if they have that financial ability. If not, I don't hold it against anybody because not everybody can afford to shop firsthand retail sustainably. So I just want to put that out there. I know I personally cannot at all. I don't think I ever have been or that I ever will because it is a little bit definitely up in that higher financial bracket of, of clothing prices. So um, that is why another reason why I shop secondhand it's just cheaper and it's like a lot cheaper so even like those brands that rank really low i like shop secondhand is still cheaper than shopping like firsthand um low ranking brands so let's jump right into that list now looking at good on you dot eco they have like i think it's like 230 different articles that have specific lists for brands to basically, they're, they're, they're top picks essentially. Um, so I can't go through every list, every item in 230 lists. So for the sake of combating fast fashion, I decided to pick the article that selects the top picks for combating fast fashion. Ironically enough, the header literally says, instead of Shein, Fashion Nova, Pretty Little Thing, Boohoo, Romley, or Cider, which Boohoo and Cider are just kind of unfamiliar to me, which is why they aren't referenced earlier. Again, you can check them out on this website. They said, choose these instead. First things first, change, or spelled C-H-N-G-E. It is ranked five out of five great. It is a US-based sustainable fashion brand using 100% organic material, built to last a lifetime while making a statement. And they rank in sizes 2XL to 4XL. Again, I don't really know the price range for all of these. This is just the article that I picked. So again, if you have the opportunity to shop them, great. If not, you have a million other great secondhand options and even firsthand options that are a lot more affordable. 
Second off, we have plant-faced clothing. It is ranked four out of five good. Streetwear without sweatshops. That's the motto of this British 100% plant-based, ethical, eco-friendly, and cruelty-free streetwear apparel brand in sizes extra small to 2XL. Next, we have Spell, which is ranked four out of five or good. Spell is an Australian modern bohemian fashion brand inspired by far-off places, vintage treasures, and childhood memories. Probably designed and sampled in Byron Bay and produced ethically in factories around the world. Most garments are available in sizes 2X or 2XS to 2XL. And I am just kind of reading their little bios from this page. So you can also read them on here if you'd like if I um, mention any that you like and want to check them out. Next is, I think it's Offends. A-F-E-N-D-S. It is ranked four out of five or good. And it is an Australia-based fashion brand leading the way in organic hemp fashion using renewable energy and its supply chain to reduce its climate impact. Um, full range in sizes, extra small to extra large. Next is In the Soul Shine, or, which is ranked a four out of five or good. Um, in the Soul Shine is a brand that loves fashion but doesn't want to exploit people or destroy our planet in the process. They don't really give a lot about that one. Seek Collective is ranked 4 out of 5 or good. Seek Collective is a U.S. brand of thoughtfully made items with a dedication to transparency, authenticity, craft, and sustainability. Seek is focused on establishing connections between art, product, consumers, process, and makers. Its items are made in India through partnerships with like-minded communities and people. Find most products in extra small to large with extended sizing up to 4XL. Next we have Yes And, which is ranked 4 out of 5 or good. Yes, and aims to banish the stigma that sustainable fashion has to sacrifice style, quality, fit, color, comfort, or price. With this U.S.-based brand, you can actually have it all and more. It is certified organic, low-impact dyed, and ethically made. You can find items in sizes from extra small to extra large. Next is cotton. This one I'm actually familiar with. I have a little sweater dress from them, which I absolutely love. It was thrifted, but it has, like, it's really, really good quality. So certified B Corp cotton is based in Canada and works with local NGOs on the ground at the Nile Delta to provide every child in their farming communities with quality education and to help close the gap of low li literacy rates amongst communities. With every purchase, not only will you adorn a beautifully made shirt, but also help fund schools, infrastructure, materials, and salaries for teachers. Find cotton in sizes extra small to 2XL. And that spelling is K-O-T-N. Next is the Manning Cartel, which is pre-owned. It's ranked, it's a start, so this might not be the best one to start off with. Um, but Manning Cartel is a designer brand that is ethically made in Australia and committed to creativity, inclusivity, and igniting joy. This Australia brand was created by three sisters, creating four women who understand how women want to look and feel. Um, and then instead of ASOS, H&M, Zara, Arteza, and Uniqlo, choose Frank, which is ranked four out of five or good. It's a Canadian brand that makes basics so you can enjoy a complete wardrobe built on timeless essentials. The brand ranks good on all fronts. It uses uh, eco-friendly materials, pays a living wage, and uses no animal products. Find most sizes from extra small to 3XL. Uh, Armadangles, that's such a fun name. Uh, ranked four out of five, or five out of five, sorry. It's ranked great. Um, affordable, ethical, and on-trend. Germany's Armadangles gets a great overall rating for us. The brand covers all the basics for men, women, and kids. Their quality and long-lasting pieces are made from eco-friendly and certified materials like Global Organic Textile Standards, or GOTS, certified cotton. The brand also adopted the Fairwear Foundation Code of Conduct to protect its workers abroad. Its products are available in sizes extra small to extra large. 
Next we have Whimsy and Raw, which is rated a 4 out of 5. It's an eco-conscious lifestyle brand born out of a love for quality good and sustainable practices. Since 2014, its mission has been to provide ease and elegance for the modern sustainable woman. It utilizes dead stock fabric, and by limiting each garment to short runs, the brand also reduces packaging waste and takes care of precious water sources. Find most products in extra small to extra large. Sotella is ranked 4 out of 5, or good. It's a body-inclusive, sustainable clothing company offering adaptable pieces with the flexibility of 1 to 2 sizes in each. Next we have Birdsong, which is ranked 4 out of 5, or good. Birdsong is a boutique label producing gorgeous women's wear. Its clothes are handmade in London by knitters and seamstresses earning above the London living wage. The business is built on a philosophy of fairness and authenticity, providing customers no sweatshop, no Photoshop. Birdsong's products are inclusively, inclusively sized from 2 extra small to 3XL. We have Mara Hoffman with a focus, oh I'm sorry, who got 4 out of 5 are good. With a focus on mindful and conscious practices, Mara Hoffman uses eco-friendly materials using that GOTS certified cotton, uh, which is like that uh, company, or not company, those guidelines that I mentioned uh, in like the last one. Certified cotton, recycled nylon, recycled polyester, and even has a range of, oh my goodness, Oecotex Step Certified Products. That is something you might have to check out by yourself because I have no idea what I just read. I probably just butchered that. Anyways, it comes in sizes extra small to 3XL and the brand also has a gorgeous extended sizes collection so you can be sure to find the wardrobe edition no matter the bod that you rock. Next is Mother of Pearl which is rated a 4 out of 5 or good. It's a sustainable and ethical luxury women's wear and accessories designer brand from the UK that celebrates individuality and authenticity. The brand uses a high proportion of eco-friendly materials including organic cotton and ensures the payment of a living wage across some of its supply chain. Find most products in UK sizes 6 to 16. Uh, next we have Mila Vert, 5 out of 5. Um, it offers timeless, minimal, and chic clothing, adding sophisticated details that give garments a modern feel. The Slovenia-based brand wants to make desirable clothing, avoiding the ethical and environmental issues that the fashion industry represents. Find garments in extra small to extra large, or make a custom fit order free of charge. That's a cool little addition. I did not notice that the first time I read through here. Um, alrighty, next we have Christy Dawn, which is a 5 out of 5. It is a minimalist showroom for vintage-inspired women's clothing and footwear, specifically made with surplus fabric. The U.S. brand rates great, making it a fabulous boho option for your wardrobe. Find these clothes in standard sizes, extra small to extra large, or shop the extended and petite collections. Next, we have Kowtow. Uses organic, oh, sorry, 5 out of 5 rating. They use organic fair trade cotton and non-toxic dyes to produce its clothes. It designs elegant, timeless women's wear and also has a range of ceramics. That's interesting. Find the clothes in extra small to large. Don't worry, we're coming to the end of the list. <laughs> Next, we have People Tree, which got a 5 out of 5, which is sustainable fashion pioneer and leader. People Tree is a seriously ethical brand and one of our favorites. The brand uses eco-friendly materials and addresses labor risks by adopting the Fair Trade International Small Producers Organization's Code of Conduct. Find most products in UK sizes 6 to 18. Next, we have Parker Clay, which ranked 4 out of 5, or good. A bag that saves lives? You got it. Parker Clay is an American-based brand looking to create a future without exploitation by bettering lives in communities in Ethiopia. 
The brand has partnered with Alita, Alita, I think, Women at Risk program fighting to bring women out of prostitution by providing a stable income and safe working environment. Parker Clay also helps preserve traditional Ethiopian, Ethiopian techniques, materials, and styles, ensuring that this fast-growing country is able to remain close to its beautiful roots. Then we have, oh goodness, Vestiaire Collective, a peer-to-peer -peer platform that allows you to buy and sell luxury items. Vestiaire's items are independently authenticated and evaluated to ensure the described condition matches the actual item you receive. So I'm pretty sure that this is kind of similar. It's like the pre-owned, so I think it's kind of similar to like the real real. It's kind of like that same, that same process. So that actually brings us to the end of that list. Like I said, there are like 230 lists to check out. Um, so you are more than welcome to go check those out. Otherwise, I am going to wrap up this episode because we went a little bit longer than I meant to. And I kind of capped these episodes at like 30 to 35 minutes. So we're coming to the end here. Um, if you would like to check out anything else more like about these brands that I've mentioned, uh, both the ones that ranked poorly and the ones that are the top picks, feel free to check them all out on goodonyou.eco. Um, there's so much more information that I could pack into episodes, um, but for now I'm just going to kind of skim the top, and that was me skimming the top, believe it or not, that there is that much information out there. So thank you for listening. If you've made it all the way through, you're great. You're amazing. Um, good luck on your shopping and thrifting um, travels. If you want to stay close to home, feel free to check out my Instagram at Evermore by Kelly. Uh, I have a lot of these brands that I mentioned that ranked kind of poorly. So if you want to stick to what you're familiar with, but don't want to shop firsthand, um, I do have a lot of those familiar mall brands for secondhand resale. So again, thank you so much for listening and I will be back for part three of the mini series and episode five. So thank you again so much for listening and I will see you in the next one.